What up, y'all? It's the Mildly Professional Podcast with Amber and Laura. And today we are going to do our finale episode of season one where we're going to talk about the best and worst career advice that we've gathered from our friends and family. Yeah. Roll the intro. We got it through gals from a college town, making memories, going through the business route. With a little experience, a whole lot of ambition, and go about their lives on a never-ending mission to share their knowledge everywhere they go. Now it's time for my people Okay, now, before we get into our Reddit situation that we're going to talk about, I had a comment to make because, Laura, you said, oh, I like that you do the intros and I do the outros. And I think it's funny because you struggle to say goodbye on the phone, but you're better at the outros on the podcast. <laughs> you're not wrong, though. I know. It's a Southerner's goodbye. Like, yes. Well, all right. <laughs> My mom, I can tell when she's getting ready to get off the phone, she goes, well, all right, okay, and it just keeps going like that until we finally are like, okay, bye, mom. I know we're on the, I'll be on the phone and Laura's like, okay, yeah, okay, bye. I'm like, all right, bye. And then I go to hang up and then every time Laura's like, and I'm like, oh, I just hung up on her, but we already said goodbye. I don't know what I'm going to say. Probably nothing except filler words. I don't know. But I think it's great because at the end of the podcast, I just kind of go, I don't really know what to say now. Right. <laughs> and you just end it. I just end it. I don't know. I like to conclude when I have to keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, done. Man. But today feels like it's going to be a little bit of a lighter episode. Yeah. Not as preachy as we've been in other episodes, but it feels nice. We did eight whole episodes. Well, we finished seven. We're on our eighth. Mm-hmm. It feels like an accomplishment. For our first season. That's I, pretty exciting. And I feel comfortable now. Yes. I feel like we figured out all of the ins and outs of you things. You you smack the microphone. Whoops, smack the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's but just yeah. the sound barrier. Um, but yeah, I feel like we kind of figured it out and you've been editing and we've been figuring out how to record better yep. for editing later. And y'all, it was a mess getting today <laughs> set up. If you'll notice, our and I don't know, maybe I'll be able to fix it, but our last two episodes, the audio quality is rough. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Our first four are decent. You know, they're the... First five. First five, yeah. They're not professional, but they're, like, good, clear Mm -hmm. audio quality. And then Six and Seven Boy was just a mess. So I'm hoping that me telling you this comes as a surprise to you because it sounded so good. Um, because we luckily still have so the original file that we recorded in audacity is what we used sorry if we're calling it audacity out right now the first episodes exported perfectly fine these ones are not exporting properly that's what the issue is and we don't know what we did um definitely it was when laura's husband left us to our own devices so i think i blame him Right. Was too much trust. He walked away and said, you guys know how to finish it out, right? We said, yeah, we sure do. We're you can sure. just go play your video games. You can just let, leave us alone. Yeah, talk loudly in the background, but you yes. know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, okay, so I have a Reddit post. We like doing this every so often, a Reddit post that we yeah. can leave advice on. And I cut out the whole discussions that we have of, 
like what we're going to write out and then just read out the final yeah leave. um so this is from a day ago posted in our money diaries active um and let me make sure we're in the right um i'm on the right mildly profesh <laughs> that's cute <laughs> Okay, so it is on our Money Diaries Active, posted by user T2C World, and um, the title of this post is "Being Fired from Your First Professional Job Advice," and then B L U F. I don't know what that means. Don't know what that means. If it's bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what that acronym can mean because Reddit speaks in acronyms. Mm-hmm. And I know what most of them are, but I've not heard that one. Everybody's screaming at their phones right now or whatever they're listening on. Bottom line up front. Okay. Interesting. Okay. About to be fired from my first professional job. How do you pick yourself up? I graduated and took a job at an organization, and it's organization spelled with an S instead of a Z, so you know they're European probably, (laughs) that had poor reputation for culture with high turnover in London. Aha. The role is a customer success slash sales role at a B2B firm. I was doing really well the first few months, exceeding targets, and felt supported by my direct line manager at the time. Eight months later, there was reconstructuring, and I no longer recognized the job I was doing earlier this year. 1.5 months ago, I got put on a performance improvement plan by my new manager. I received great feedback on improvements for the first month from my manager, but the last meeting I had, he had let me know that I was no longer on track and that the best outcome I can expect at the moment is for the plan to be extended at the expiration of the plan. Reading between the lines, I will be let go at the end of my plan at the end of January. I'm quite an emotional person and not once have I cried during the PIP process because, to be frank, I'm burnt out. I talk to people more junior than me on my team during non-working hours and they cry to me about their anxiety despite being on the desk for less than two months. Another teammate was asked why she takes too many sick days. Sidebar, I can relate. (laughs) Um, Too many sick days, and I know it's because she is emotionally drained from being with our manager far longer than me, and she is over it. Both of these people are planning on giving notice post-Christmas periods, but they both live with their parents. I don't want to get too much into why my current team is less than ideal, because I'm sure everyone who gets fired says it was out of their control, But genuinely, I'm not sure if I want to stay at this firm following the plan regardless, but I also don't want to be unemployed. Also, for UK-based posters, is there a difference if I get fired slash let go or if I take the option to resign? From speaking with the alumni from the firm, they always give you the option to quit. Quit. Excuse me. FWIW. I don't know what that one means. Let's see. For what it's worth, I'll be applying to other entry-level jobs afterwards. Last paragraph. I have an emergency fund that can keep me afloat for 6 to 12 months without seeking support from my parents. Basically, I'm just writing this post to see if anyone else had got fired from their first entry-level job post-college and how they navigated the world from there. I'm, of course, applying to other jobs meanwhile, but it's difficult to manage recruitment while working 12 hours a day. I'm sorry, 12 hours a day? I know. I was just thinking, when are you supposed to interview? Yeah, that's the issue and i think it it really sucks and we're not from the uk so unfortunately um unfortunately i don't have advice for people in the uk i don't know how different it is over there um so i think we preface everything 
with that. (laughs) We're from America, but that sounds insane. And there's definitely a feeling that you have at a company. If you wake up and you're taking sick days because of stress at that company, you are not the problem. There are other things at play here. It is not a good fit for you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not a good fit for anyone. Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, it just, it really, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this because you should not be so negatively affected by your place of work Mm -hmm. and they're putting you on an improvement plan Mm -hmm. and because they're restructuring, they just like to mess with people and just (laughs) say, hey, these change, I don't know why leadership There's lots of bad managers out there, which we're going to talk about a lot. There's lots of bad managers out there. Management is a skill that you learn. You can be a natural leader, but you also have to really work on those skills. And you can't just make changes and expect your team to be like, all right, we're good. Yeah. Moving on. No, you say, hey, we're doing this restructuring. This is what it's going to look like. If you're not okay with that, that's totally fine. You can seek other options. Mm -hmm. We have this severance plan. Really smart for the poster to have a reserve of money saved up. That's what I did. And that's how I was able to leave my job. And I didn't have another job right away. Mm -hmm. I was working on it. But I definitely just thought I have to go. Yeah. This is not good. Yeah. And I've got to figure something else out. So I think that like we've all experienced management being disappointed in us, whether it's like a performance based or because their expectations are like out of this world. We've all experienced that. And if you haven't, (laughs) please tell us your secrets. That is the (laughs) that is the key. But I don't really know. You have to believe that it isn't based on who you are. It's not a reflection on you as a human being. It's a reflection of expectations versus reality. And then also sometimes you're just not the right fit and that's not you. It's just you plus the company doesn't equal greatness. And that's okay. And I think everybody feels that way. And unfortunately, I think we live in this world where people are more likely to be pushed out Mm -hmm. than to just be told what's going on Mm -hmm. or told that something is wrong. Like the fact that this person's even on a plan plan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that getting to that point is usually you should have known by now that you're getting pushed out. So, I mean, more power to the company with that one. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's unfortunately few and far between. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, it really does suck to feel like you just don't enjoy working every day. Mm -hmm. And especially when all people talk about is how bad it is to work there or how that person's mentioning Talk to all these people who are more junior and yeah, that it's not good. It breeds bad toxicity. So then it's not only does your job suck. Yeah. Everything sucks. (laughs) Your job sucks. Your lunch break sucks. Everything sucks because it just is a sucky situation. Yeah. And I, and I really hate it for them, but at the same time, like they have this saved up money. Yeah. They can live what it was like six months to a year on their own. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. So you should give yourself props for that. And also include that on your resume somewhere, somehow. Say really good, like, um, money uh, budgeting. You know, really good budgeting. Um, Because that's impressive that you're able to do that. Most people are paycheck to paycheck. And also just believe that you are not a sum of their disappointment. That's their disappointment comes more from them, probably, unless you're really just bad at your job and you know that you're bad at your job. Most people know that they're either really struggling or they're 
completely oblivious to what their job actually is. So it sounds like this person has it together. Yeah. They're just being pushed out of the company for whatever reason. And you can build people to grow, which I think is just dumb. And honestly, let me tell you one thing. In my experience, people who are headstrong, know who they are, get pushed out. Yeah. Because they don't conform. Yep. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, and not even just in jobs, everywhere, in friend groups, Mm -hmm. on teams, on anything. You know, people who are not good managers or good coaches will pinpoint people who they know will cause them issues because they will stand up for themselves. Yeah. And take that person down Mm -hmm. in a very strategic way. And I don't know if they mean to do it intentionally, but they sure do it. Yeah, it's like a nature, second nature to them Mm -hmm. if they don't intentionally do it. It's like their brain just can't handle the confrontation of it. So definitely give yourself props for what you're able to achieve right now, which is living several months without a paycheck. Um, And without your parents. I mean, yeah. You know, I could have sustained without my parents for maybe a few months, but Mm -hmm. I was just, okay, I'm going to move in with my parents. Yeah. It'll last a little bit longer and we'll figure it out from there. For sure. And I'll tell you what, by the time I got that first paycheck at my new job, I was like, all right, it could come any day now. (laughs) Any day now I can get that paycheck. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because I said, okay, I live with my parents. Where's the Lululemon store? Right. Where is it? Oh, Okay. (laughs) Let me just go there and buy those. Not sponsored. (laughs) Not sponsored by Lululemon leggings are amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yes, I love them to death. Which I think I do have a pair I need to give to you, by the way. Oh, cool. I'll take it off your hands. No worries there. But so let's see. What's something we want to say? Great. Okay. So after a little bit of conferring, is that the right word? Conferring? We've had deep discussions about this issue. And now, now, here's what we came up with. Not being from the UK, and in parentheses, we're from America, but here are our thoughts. One, start vigorously networking by talking to people who have jobs that interest you, people who you know, people who are your mentors, and friends slash family that know you and your personality. Two, congrats on having so much saved up. That's very impressive and can come in handy. Don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it. There's no shame and everyone has experienced some form of the situation in their life. Three, apply for all jobs that pique your interest. Go to as many interviews as you can for practice and be selective with your choice. Make sure you're interviewing the company as well. Four, we don't know if it's the same in the UK, but write a cover letter to introduce yourself and explain your goals, who you are, where you are, and where you're going. Five, When answering why you left your last job, you can say it's a combination of organization restructuring and what you were looking for in terms of your career goals. And six, no one remember your strengths and you can rely on those in your your interviews. And post? Yeah. I like it. I think it's good. And about the the cover letter thing, so today we're going to talk about best and worst career advice. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that when I asked someone best advice, they said, always write a cover letter. doesn't matter. Even if it's a part-time job, a retail job, one that you wouldn't normally think you'd write a cover letter for, Mm -hmm. just write one. They said that they know someone who went in for a part-time summer job while they were home from school, um, and they told him, you need to write a cover letter. Why would I write a cover letter? It's for its part-time job for the summer. Well, he walked in, or whatever. They walked in, they walked in with their resume and cover letter on top to turn in their application Mm -hmm. and said, hi, here's my application. I'm looking to apply for blah, blah, blah. 
And the owner said, okay, that's fine, whatever. He starts to walk, they start to walk away. Mm-hmm. And then gets, wait, wait, hold on one second. Nice. Hired him on the spot. Wow. Read the cover letter, read the first couple sentences of the cover letter, thought, wait a second. Wow. You just up front tell him who you are. Yeah. And it is nice to kind of have a little explanation of, here's who I am and what I want to do. You keep it brief. You don't get too wordy. You mm-hmm. could probably find some good resources for writing a good cover letter. But it yeah. definitely is a differentiator. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. I love that. I love stories like that that are, like, tangible and you know somebody or you know somebody who knows somebody directly. Because that's really encouraging to know that things like that do happen. Yeah. And to really hope for the best. Which, speaking of the best. The best. So how do we, first of all, how how are we going to do this? Are we going to read all the best advice, then the worst, or start with the worst and move in the best, or kind of do one after the other? What are you thinking? I think worst, because it's funny. Okay. Because some of them are, you know. It's so like, let's start oh with gosh. the worst. Start with the worst, and then we can go to the best, and after each one, kind of discuss if we feel yes. anything. If not, we could just move to the next one. Okay? So, speaking of the worst. <laughs> speaking of. <laughs> so, here are some Oh, points. wait. Hold on. Let me just oh, introduce yeah. really quick. Yes, please. So, I know we kind of did at the beginning, but now that we're getting into this segment, Laura and I decided, I don't know where this came from, but we decided... You know what our finale episode's going to be? We want to gather the best advice people have received in their career and the worst advice they've received. So we thought we'd ask everybody that we could think of, mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe some additional people along the way. So we asked family, friends, coworkers, and we're talking, these are people from across the board, people our age, people older, mm-hmm. and just their experiences, because we're just two people. Yeah. <laughs> And so they have lots of words of wisdom, and you'd be surprised to know we did not have people really struggled with the worst career advice they've received. A lot of people only remember the best, which I think is really cool. Yeah. No, for sure. Okay, so looking at the worst. Number one, don't piss off the wrong person. And then this person who wrote this in said, I never knew who the wrong person was, lol. Although... Blank may say that's good advice. And then to which that person, blank, says, the toes you step on today may be connected to the ass you have to kiss tomorrow. Yep, and you never know. (laughs) Because some random people be getting promoted, let me tell you what. Right, for sure. So I just think that's funny because, yeah, who are you supposed to not piss off? Right. That's what they say. That's oh, so just big. don't piss off the wrong people. Now, how about you tell me who are they and why? <laughs> and what does and pissing wh- them off mean? Because yes. they could be like doing something stupid, but it also could mean you contradict what they believe and you challenge them, which is supposed to be a good thing. And certain there's respectful ways of going about it. Mm-hmm. But and is that you sticking to your morals or to your ethics supposed to impact you for the rest of your career? So that is janky advice. Well, just unfortunately, some people are really easy to piss off for no reason. That's true. So true. They get mad about stuff. Like, I'm supposed to know that that's going to piss you off. I'm treating you with respect. Mm-hmm. I'm being nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that pissed you off? Okay. I mean, I don't know what else to do at this point. Right. Oh, man. Okay. And two, fake it till you make it, which I have thoughts on this one. Okay. I actually like that phrase, fake it till you make it, but not for the reason that people might associate with it. So people might associate it with 
more if you don't know something pretend like you do which i think we did talk about that a couple episodes ago oh that's true yeah yeah for me faking it till you make it is more of a mindset like fake the happiness or fake that you feel confident because it really does lead to more um being more sure in yourself Mm -hmm. because you have that um the endorphins or whatever are rushing because you're faking it and pretending then you can actually achieve that more easily i think so that's me personally so like you wake up and you pretend you're a morning person yes (laughs) and you go all right i'm gonna be a morning person and then you're up and moving yeah but I am. So not there's a that person. Did that person expand on that at all? That there was an explanation, nope. or just fake it till you make nope. it? Fake it till you make it. I wonder what their mind, what their thought process was. Because maybe it's if the version of pretend like you know something, even if you don't, because yeah. it's better to question and to be upfront that you don't know something than embarrass yourself later. Oh, you know, I get that because sometimes yeah. when your boss tells you to do something and you go, okay. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, crap, I have all these questions. And you ask zero clarifying questions. Yeah. Um, and that reminds me of an episode on The Office. The okay. Jim is, becomes, like, the manager. And when Idris Elba, you know, that actor, was on the show for a little bit, he played the big branch manager. And he asked Jim, okay, I need you to get me that rundown. And Jim goes, got it, the rundown. Okay. And starts <laughs> oh <laughs> running around the office being like, what the hell is a rundown? Like, I don't know what a rundown is. A rundown on what? And he goes and asks him, and he's like, so on that rundown, what exactly is a rundown? And the guy's like, is this one of your pranks? Oh, god! And Jim goes, yep, sorry. Ha-ha, I got oh, you. No, Jim! <laughs> oh, my god! And so, and that feels like something I would do just because I don't want to be seen as stupid. But at the same time, you, you have to ask the questions because you are going to look more stupid if you get it wrong. But it's just, unfortunately, we kind of sometimes, and in those situations like that poster on Reddit, you yeah. can kind of feel like you don't have the opportunity to ask questions yeah. or not a good space to ask follow-up questions. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just sitting there thinking, if I ask this question, are they going to they gonna think, not even me thinking of myself, but mm-hmm. should I already know this? Because they're talking to me like I should like already I should know, know this. Mm-hmm. And that throws me off, and now are they going to think I'm incompetent and talk to this? Because I had this issue of like, yeah, oh, this person thinks that I'm incompetent. They're not going to talk to another supervisor of mine who's going to have a separate conversation with me about mm-hmm. that I don't know what I'm talking about when I did. It was just a very yeah. interesting situation where I never really felt like I could question it, mm-hmm. even though I normally do. Yeah. But I was in a situation where I felt like I couldn't. Right. So it's very interesting. I should also, not have faked it till I made it. No. <laughs> Well, and also, like, you might know what they're talking about, but it has a different name, you know? Right. Or you might blink in the moment. I'm really bad about blinking in the moment and being like, what is that? (laughs) I don't know what that is. But really, I would know. I just blink in the moment because I'm just shell-shocked or something. I don't know. Confrontation scares me. (laughs) I'll say something. when When I've done it before, when I've been kind of on eggshells, in case anybody's feeling this way right now, I've kind of said, can you remind me again of how you did this in the past? So smart. I just want to follow up. Can we make sure have have we done this before? Have I done this before? Is this something? Is this a new thing for me to be doing? Yeah. Or I love did that. the person before me do this. That's brilliant. How did they do it? What did you like? What did you not like? Mm-hmm. How can I improve on that? So kind of yeah. turn it into a conversation where it's I want to do this really good for you. So let's figure out how to get there. Yes, but you're. It, but you're really like, what the heck is yeah. this? <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about, but we'll get there. We'll get there. That's awesome. I love that. 
All right, number three on the worst advice. Just keep your nose to the grind, and eventually you will be recognized for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, a lot of times that's not how it works anymore. You're not recognized for what you do unless you ask for something. Nobody is going to notice. Everybody's doing their jobs. Mm-hmm. And this was the one that a lot of people said. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of feedback about that. Just about don't overwork yourself. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Right. <laughs> um, which I think even in our best advice, there's one that correlates to this and it's flipped into a best advice version. Yeah. But it really is just you're only hurting yourself. Right. And you're helping the company and you're giving everything to this company, which actually that's what your husband said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're not, I mean, what are you doing all this work for them for destroying yourself yeah. and giving them 110% Mm-hmm. And running yourself into the ground, and you're going to come home and not be good for your family. We talked about yeah. how many spoons you have to give. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all gone. <laughs> and my husband always likes to say, we're not working for pensions anymore. We're not Mm-mm. working for them to pay our retirement for the rest of our lives. We're working for a current paycheck. You know, and I think that is a really good point. So his worst advice was just work through any pain and give 100% to your employer. And when he's talking about 100%, he's not saying your effort. Like, always put 100% in your effort, 110%, whatever. But don't kill yourself for it. Don't push Mm -hmm. through and make your life miserable for a job that isn't going to pay you back. Well, it's that whole perspective shift of if you died tomorrow, Mm -hmm. your job would be posted within a week. Yeah. They'd replace you. Mm -hmm. You're done. Your whole family has lost you entirely. Yeah. So why are they getting the best version of you? Mm-hmm. And then you come home and your family is getting the worst version of you. Yeah. And it really just is that pers- that perspective shift. Just don't actively give so much. Mm-hmm. To them. You have to be yourself. You have to be personable. You have to yeah. do your job, maintain your job. Mm-hmm. And you do have to put in effort. Yeah. An additional effort. Like you said, it's not effort. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't come home and just, I'm too tired. I gave everything to my job. Because that's what are you working for? To your family. Yeah. Right. You're working to provide for your family and you come home and it's just, okay, well, you don't get anything from me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the end of that. Yeah. No fun games for me. For sure. And that's why I've had to like limit myself with what I do in life is because I know I'm a better person when I use the spoon theory and only use X Mm -hmm. amount of spoons per day. And that's why I work from home. I'm a better me, a better wife, a better friend, every, a better animal mom, you know, just because I'm pacing myself. And I think more people need that confidence and to not run themselves into the ground. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And, and you don't oh, also, oh, side yeah. note on that too, again, sure. another thing. I have a lot to say about this one. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're going to build resentment, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. just, it's, it's anything in life. If you are overworking yourself and you're convinced that you are giving so much to mm-hmm. something and nobody notices Mm-hmm. You are just going to live in resentment and you're going to have a victim mentality yes. and that's not going to get you anywhere. That's so true. And that's so easy to slip into the victim mentality. Oh, yeah. And you don't realize you're doing it because you feel like you're really justified. Mm-hmm. But don't be a victim forever. That's not a fun place to be. People will not enjoy giving you advice after a while because it's you're the forever victim. Like, what's the point? You're not going to do anything about it. And it's right. like that in relationships, too. Yeah. I do all this work. I showed everybody at work this video mm-hmm. of the magic table. Do mm. you know the one? Oh, is it the one where he's we'll like... We'll link it. Okay, yeah. The where, well, one was like the elves come every yes. night. Yes, okay. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, you won't believe it. This started happening as soon as you moved in. It's this guy to his girlfriend. Yeah. 
Ever since you moved in, all the clothes in this laundry basket, they become folded on the foot of your bed, <laughs> completely clean and washed. Oh and I mean, gosh. she's like, what do you mean? I've been doing that. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't seen it and she hasn't mm-hmm. told him and nobody know- And then, so it's supposed to be funny comedy, haha, the man's oblivious and doesn't realize. But right. also, really, that's a perfect representation of how it is in the world. Yeah. Nobody's going to know. <laughs> right. And there's being altruistic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't have to tell everything you do. But then there's also getting the recognition you do deserve. And that goes back to, um, yeah, the keeping your nose to the grind and eventually you'll be recognized. Not if you don't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Or put it out there. Put out some report. Give updates. Here's what I do every week. You know, yes. there's just, there's all kinds of things that you can do. I mean, we're not against working hard. We're hard workers. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're out there. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, we always get our work done when we say we're going to. And people do notice that as well. So mm-hmm. there is recognition when someone's a good employee, I think. Mm-hmm. But you also have to stand up for yourself at a certain point. Hey, all right, I've been here three years. I deserve a raise because mm-hmm. I've done all this. I've done yep. this extra. I've taken on these additional responsibilities mm-hmm. and I should be compensated for that. Yeah. Or I've now stepped in to take this over. You've assigned this to me. Mm-hmm. I would love to add this to my job title. Yeah. That's great. What's the compensation for this? Mm-hmm. You know, there's those questions that companies get by where people don't ask them yes and women especially yeah because there's a lot oftentimes there are repercussions or it feels like there are going to be repercussions but you don't know until you ask yeah yeah and a company that's not willing to if you're a really good employee Mm -hmm. and they're not willing to provide more for you Mm -hmm. for those things additional compensation for extra work that you're doing or anything like that and they don't want to grow with you and they're not going to pour in what you're pouring in, Mm -hmm. then you need to find another place to go. And they'll Mm -hmm. know that. They're not dumb either. They're either like, okay, she's going to hang out or she's going to find somewhere better to be. Yeah. That just is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, so next we have, she was told that she was SOL, which is out of luck, Mm -hmm. because she didn't have enough work experience in her field. So just, like, that's it. That's the end of it. Like, oh, well, you're shit out of luck. You don't have enough experience. And didn't expand on it. Like, didn't give her any advice to work on that. Just like, oh, well, it sucks for you. You're never going to get to the career you want. Well, well, well. And then... That is not... I'm guessing this is women, women. Yes. That is not women supporting women. No. And then, to add to the T of that... That was a recruiter, and that recruiter was then fired for saying that to other people, too. Just okay. like, there's nothing you can do, you're just SOL. And, okay, let's talk about this experience thing for a second. Mm-hmm. Because you're not ever going to have a ton of experience. I just, yeah. there's, <laughs> Laura and I even talked a long time ago, I think I said, you know what we should do, Laura? We should do an episode, but I can never think of enough things. Maybe I'll start thinking of them now. Of Random things that we're good at in our daily lives mm-hmm. that translate into a job, which yeah. I think makes sense for, let's say, a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. who's trying to now be in the workforce. Maybe has you know, work experience from before, mm-hmm. but also there are so many things that you are as a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. that can translate into the work, that transferable skills. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, don't tell me how many years of experience I have. Like, hello, I'm the oldest of four siblings and one of them has autism. You want to tell me that I don't know about delegating? Right. I don't know how to just, you know, be flexible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to coordinate family gatherings, event yeah. planning, mm-hmm. um, anything. Right. 
Like, just from being an older sister. Yeah. I mean, there's so many... So, shut up about experience. I'm just tired. I'm tired of hearing about it. You can you can transfer so many skills. So yeah. many. You just needed to know how to market yourself and advocate for yourself. There was... I was listening to um, a podcast called... Well, it's a radio show, a radio show called The Burt Show. And they have a podcast, too. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how there was a post... I hope this wasn't a conversation between you and me. I'm pretty sure it's from the Burt show, but they, they were talking about Oh, thank about you for how... putting our conversations on the level <laughs> of a radio show. They feel like my friends. Um, it was saying, oh, shoot, how did they word it? Oh, it was a job for social media that you needed 15 years of experience. Now, if we just run that math back real quick, <laughs> social media wasn't a thing 15 years ago. Oh, my gosh. But they wanted you to have face, or it was like Facebook and Instagram experience, 15 years. Okay, I have that. Right. Just about. We all do, right. but like not 15 years I'm ago. I'm trying to think, when it, I got an Instagram in 10th grade, I would have been 15? Mm-hmm. So it's been 10 years. It's been I was not 15. even 10 years. Yeah. Or, yeah, I guess it. Yeah, nine I was to thinking, 10 years. Well, I was thinking 15 years from 2021. Well, and what they want experience in only really came about recently. Yeah. So it's things like that where it's, you can't get a, you can't get a job because you don't have enough experience, but you can't get enough experience because you don't have a job. I just tend to be like, don't even worry about that. Yeah. I mean, my current job, oh, Amber, like, do you know how to do Instagram stories? Um, yeah, I post every day on mm-hmm. my Instagram story. That's I can right. do Instagram stories. I'm like, oh, don't even worry about that. Did you do it at your yeah. last job? Of course. I mean, sure. yeah, it's Instagram <laughs> stories. Come on. They're Instagram stories. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. if you just act like you know what you're talking about, oh, yeah, for sure. So I mean, we're faking Insta- it till you make it? <laughs> yeah, but not faking but not, it because you, you know you have do. the skills. Yeah. They're just asking for so much of this experience when it's, of course I have experience in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just do this, this, this. And they'll go, oh, all right. <laughs> all right. So it's having confidence in yourself. Right, yeah. Or I'm like, oh, they wanted to do like a swipe up link thing. I said, oh, we can't do that. We don't have enough followers. But look, you just put the link right here. I'll put a little click emoji GIF situation and we're yep. going to go. Yep. Oh, that looks amazing. Yeah. I know it does. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. Well, we only have a couple more of the worst. Okay, so I was told by, this is one of our family members slash friends, I was told by an older female colleague not to bother asking for a raise or advancement because it wasn't going to happen. A month later, I got a big promotion. It hadn't happened for her because she had a stagnant mindset. Don't let other people's experiences color your impression of your work. In any job worth having, you get what you you get out what you put in. Yeah, that's so true. And it goes back to what you were saying about the um, the post from Reddit that we talked about earlier. She's going to impass or pass on all of that negative association to the junior colleagues. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because they haven't experienced that, and it could be on her. Could not be, but it could be. And if it is, then now all of a sudden these younger colleagues are going to have this negative uh, image of their employer. And that's just not necessarily fair. You know, you have to maybe pass truth, but you can't put on your your personal beliefs onto somebody else. No, absolutely not. And I've worked at a place before where I was not a good fit there, Mm -hmm. but I had told someone who was coming on... Mm -hmm. They were a little nervous. Well, should I even go for this job? Should I said, yeah, look, here's the, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. Here's the rundown. And 
you won't have those problems because you're not me. Right. <laughs> I said, it's up to you. You know yourself. You can evaluate this situation. You know, mm-hmm. it could be really good for you. It just wasn't for me. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Right. And you can't, yeah, you can't do that. Or you just tell people, I'm just a big fan of, here's the truth. Yeah. Take Nothing but it. the truth. Take from it what you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's up to you to decide. And you're allowed to rant to people, but keep that within your, when it comes to your career, keep that within close friends, I recommend. Yes. You don't ever know what a co-worker's, where a co-worker's loyalty lie. Mm-hmm. You really don't ever know. They could be one of those that stab you in the back and try to get a promotion over you. They could just be talking casually to another co-worker and it gets passed along. Yeah. So you just never know. So... Save that for really close friends. And if that happens to be a coworker, okay, but just be cognizant of that and just be just take care of yourself. Don't get yourself fired because you were talking trash about yes. a company. Ugh, that just sucks. That, that is so unfortunate. <laughs> I know. It's really unfortunate. I would say find you a Laura. <laughs> find you an Amber. That's yeah, right. Got it. <laughs> I know this um someone once told me there has to be one person who knows everything. Mm-hmm. There has to be one person. Then this is kind of best advice situation. Yeah. But maybe I got some advice once that was there has to be someone that knows everything. And this needs to be someone who you actually really do trust. Mm. Right? I wouldn't tell everybody everything. Yes. You know, but when I thought about it, I thought, I don't think any one person does know everything that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And then I went, wait, Laura knows everything that's ever happened. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And it's great because when you have that person, they are your confidant and you can go to them and you can say, I have this issue. Mm -hmm. And they can go, okay, I think you're having this reaction because of this. And you go, oh, yeah. Yeah, because they have all the context. Yes, Mm -hmm. they know everything. So it's much easier to get through advice and Mm -hmm. hard times and everything because that person just gets it. Yeah. They're like, all right. We're good to go. And even if they're not the best advice givers, they at least have the support that you need mm-hmm. because they do know everything and they know this is really hard for you. And that's all that really matters is having somebody that you can relay all that information to. So that is important for sure. Yes. Best advice coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last piece of worst advice. The worst advice that I received was to keep your head down and work hard for raises that they'll notice. In my experience, they may appreciate you, but you have to specifically ask for a pay increase or promotion. I think that this is something that is especially hard for women, or was for me anyway. This is from one of our friends that is a female as well. And, yeah. And that goes back to the the keeping your nose nose down and working hard and they'll work they'll recognize you. Not always. Mm-mm. They'll appreciate all that you do. They might not show it though, but they'll appreciate it because it's benefiting them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we've touched on that. Yeah. I mean, good. at the end of the day, it's a business mm-hmm. and if you didn't ask for it, you ain't getting it. Yep. I mean, some much. companies do give raises every year. They'll do like sure. a 3% or maybe that's built in or there's incentives. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you want anything mm-hmm. significant or to be improved, then yeah. Yep. You've got to go out for it. So now we enter our best Mm -hmm. advice section. And there are quite a few of these, so we'll kind of go through them a little bit quicker than the worst advice, because I think most of these are pretty pretty, um, self-explanatory. Yep, they are what they are. So first, continue to grow, stay humble, serve others, and seek diverse perspectives. 
That's pretty important. Do it. Not going to lie. Diverse perspectives. I That's love. the big one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you really, if you don't have that, then you're never challenged. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that was one of the first questions that was asked when we were interviewing for our full tuition scholarship. You know, for us, it was faith-based. So, you know, I got the question of, well, do you believe it's good to question God? And I was like, well, of course. <laughs> like, if you <laughs> no. don't, how are you supposed to, like, really know that that's what you believe yep. if you don't question it? And I think that's the same with anything in life. If you don't have that different, uh, differenting, different, different opinions, we'll just go with a simple version different of that. Different perspectives. Yeah, you just... You have to know what the opposition is Mm -hmm. to know what you really believe. I mean, if you're in the middle of a debate with somebody and they say something and you go, oh, I didn't think about that. (laughs) Yeah, you really do learn from that. I think that's that's huge. Or even we were just talking about having that one person who knows everything. Mm -hmm. Maybe you do ask other people for their opinion Mm -hmm. to kind of weigh in. And then you talk it through with that person. Well, this is Mm -hmm. what this person said. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? Well, no, because of this. this, You know, there's just, you have to think through things. I think the moment that you start just blindly believing something is where you're in trouble. Yeah, for sure. But you know, believe us. Believe us. I know. We are the know-it-alls of the universe. So we know it all. Um, Hey, we also gathered... Opinions. We gathered opinions, yeah, and had different opinions than what the person said, like mm-hmm. if it was the best or the worst. Okay, the next one is, your time is the thing that you are selling to your employer, so get the best deal that you can with it. Yeah. I liked that. Like, your time is what you are selling. Your time and your experience, but your time ultimately and how much you're willing to give to your employer, so. And I'm not going to lie, when when you said that, I thought, oh crap, because I remember my first couple of jobs out of college thinking, I don't care what the benefits package is. Oh, yeah. I don't care. I'm mm-hmm. 22, 23. Mm-hmm. What do I care what your benefits package is? What do I care what your retirement plan is? Right. You do care. You care very much. <laughs> yeah. You need to care. You need to sign up for that retirement plan, and you need to get every benefit that they're going to give you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do that at first. It took my manager at my first job out of college literally saying, mm-hmm. this is free to you? Here is the paperwork, and I need you to sign it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, I had, I just had no idea. Yeah. Well, and why would you? I mean, we weren't necessarily educated completely in that sort of thing in high school and college. That's not what they mainly focused on. And you should start your retirement plan now. ASAP, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. For sure. Just look into it. <laughs> All right, next is treat others as you want to be treated. Doesn't matter what their position in the organization structure is. Everyone plays a part and is due respect. Yep, do not be that person who everybody knows is just, mm-hmm. you know, the ass kisser of yep. the supervisors and trying to work their way up the ladder. That is not the reputation that you just, you want to have anywhere. Mm-mm. For sure. You want to be respectful of everybody. Mm-hmm. Be everybody's ass, ki- <laughs> ass kisser. Yeah. <laughs> Ass kicker is what I was about to say. (laughs) And that's on being Laura. (laughs) All right. Um, Next, which I think is a pretty good one. Respond, don't react. A a response is reasoned and poised. A reaction is not thought out and emotional. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, I love that. And I'll, I'll tell my husband that sometimes. Don't listen to what I'm saying and react. Just listen and understand what I'm trying to explain to you. Yeah. And that's good relationship and career advice. Absolutely. 
always listen to interpret what people or to really embrace what people are saying. Yeah, or knowing how you typically react mm-hmm. and knowing to sort of be, oh my gosh, what's the word? I want to say precautious, but that's not it. It's not the freaking word. It's like preemptive or mm-hmm. you can take action now if you know how you're going to react. Mm-hmm. I know when I'm really tired, my family's coming at me with something. Go, hey, I just want you guys to know I'm really tired right now. It's probably not the best time for this conversation (laughs) or whatever, you know, and it's knowing those things about yourself and then Mm -hmm. you can actually respond appropriately later on. I tell Trent that all the time. Like when I'm having a really bad flare up day, I'll Mm -hmm. be like, I am not going to be super nice about this right now. I'm so sorry. We can talk about this later or once I have pain medication. (laughs) (laughs) Once the pharmacy actually relinquishes my my medication. (laughs) Mm, That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Next is... Uh, what you focus on grows. Be careful what you focus on because your focus gives it energy and importance. Focus on that which you want more of. Yep. I like that. And it, and it keeps going and becoming more explanatory as the quote went on. That's the manifesting mm. kind of mindset. Yeah. If all you're thinking about is this crappy, it's going to be crappy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I like that a lot. Bloom where you're planted is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Like, that relates to that. I know that sounded like a really long pause and, like, I was going to read another best advice, but that's that my advice. best advice. I have yeah. that. Laura got me it. Um, and, you know, it's so funny. I hated it. Yeah, I know. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Laura even got me, a, like, this cute little frame with it mm-hmm. on it. And I still have it on my desk. Oh, and I just thought, bloom where you're planted, okay, but, like, can I be planted somewhere else? Right. I just thought, this is so dumb. Like, why yeah. am I going to bloom where I'm planted? But then I thought about it more. Right, sure. And you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be put in crappy situations in life. Mm-hmm. Focus your attention on where matters, which is your health, your well-being, your family, your friends. Focus on that, and you're going to bloom. Like, you're going to be okay. You just got to embrace the suck <laughs> yeah, and get through it. So I'm a fan of anything floral. So that's yes. another reason I love that quote. And have your, just, I think what you're saying, a lot of it is having your priorities straight. Mm, yeah. Which is, I think what we kind of circle back to on all of these is yes. your family is more important. I think, and your chosen family, your chosen family, your family sure. and your friends and your significant other, if you have one, mm-hmm. God bless you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's more important. <laughs> I got struggled laughing. All right, next. Yeah. <laughs> when leading, be a ladder that your team can climb to reach higher. Poor leadership is using your team as a step stool to expand your own reach. Yes, amen. And that goes back to respect. Yep. And the respecting everybody at every level of the organization. Is the next one flip the ladder? Yeah. Yeah. With the organization chart. The frontline people that take care of the customers go at the top and the CEO goes to the bottom. Take care of the people who take care of the customers. And that's good marketing. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, but I work in marketing and I can't do my job if we're not pleasing customers. Mm -hmm. I do reputation management and review responses and... I work heavily on those because that's Mm -hmm. what people see about our company. We have to focus on what's forward-facing. What's most forward-facing is those customer service reps Mm -hmm. that are out there. Yep, and you you can call in remedy situations. I mean, there's so much that you can do. Yeah, for sure. You definitely have to... Everybody matters. Yeah. Why are we acting like not everybody matters in this world? (laughs) That needs to be a t-shirt. Why are we acting like (laughs) not everybody matters? I love that. Yeah. That's so true. I mean, yeah, it's just, 
oh yeah, just whatever. Mind-blowing that people don't think everybody matters. Yeah, I mean, who cares? Like, okay, my boss is going to like me, and so is whoever else. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be an a-hole to people Mm -hmm. because why? For my own personal gain, that's just Mm -hmm. terrible mindset. For sure. All right, next one is my favorite of all the bunch. That's a pun. (laughs) That's a pun. (laughs) You just don't know it yet. (laughs) Bring a banana to work every day to remind you we have all been a minion at one point in our lives. Yeah. Get it? Bunch. (laughs) my favorite of a bunch, like a bunch of bananas. Oh my gosh. um, But seriously, like, we all have been. I don't think this person meant literally bring a banana to work. Unless you're being healthy. Want that potassium? I do have a banana every day. (laughs) Well, then there you go. Perfect. Half a banana. But yes, I think, yeah, being a minion. But also, that too, maybe, I don't know, I'm thinking really deep into this now, into this banana comment. Are you? Okay. Because I'm thinking, what does being a minion mean? Does that mean that you are having to blindly follow for a moment? Mm. Mm -hmm. Even though we just said we don't want to be doing that? But maybe sometimes you do have to just be a minion, get your job done, Mm -hmm. do what you have to do in order to get to where you're going. And we've all been treated like a minion, too. Yeah. Like, we've all felt what that feels like, to be treated like a minion. And... Don't do that to other people. Nope. Nope. Again, why are we acting like... (laughs) Why are we acting like that? I don't understand. (laughs) And that's on being good people. (laughs) Just does not compute in my brain. All right. Next is treat everyone the same no matter their position. We've already touched on that. Check. (laughs) Everyone everyone fails, but you need to fall forward. I think it's fail forward. Fail forward. Ah. So everybody fails. Okay. You have to fail forward. Got it. You can't fail and just, I'm done. I'm right. failing. Which is so easy to do. Yeah, and that person who was posting yeah. probably feels like a failure. Mm-hmm. Getting pushed out of my first job, yeah. this, this, this. Okay, that's, sure, fail, but fail ahead of <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> just get a new job. Start doing better. Yep. All right. Don't seek career advice from people who you know will just tell you what you want to hear. Seek advice from your biggest critic. And that's hard to do. Yes. That's so hard to do. Especially when sometimes you think your biggest critic is um, wrong. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So who's actually, I feel it's interesting because who's my biggest critic? It really is relying on those people who know you really well. Mm -hmm. Who can say, okay, Amber, maybe it's not, okay, this just isn't going to work for you. Because Mm -hmm. here's how you are and here's how they are. And this is just not going to go well for anybody involved. For sure. All right. Don't limit yourself. You don't have to know everything about everything. That's pretty solid advice. Which we I don't, we kind of talked about imposter syndrome a little bit. I think mm. that's where that stems from. Mm. Of Sure, you, like, you don't have to know everything about everything. You don't have to know everything about a job description. Mm-hmm. You can knock off a couple points <laughs> and, you know, yeah. or like, you know, the bullet points, you can say, okay, I don't know two of those. They bring it up in the interview. I'm just going to say, I don't know about them, but do a little bit of research about them or yeah. whatever. I mean, you, you just have to know enough to do the job mm-hmm. well. And don't be like Jim. Ask what the rundown is. Yeah. What is the rundown, man? What is the rundown? <laughs> That's a good question. What is it? Do you like as some, as people in business, we should know that, but like, there's so many different things that it could be a rundown on. And how do you present the rundown? Here's my thing. Yeah. Okay, people ask, I want a strategic plan. Mm. Okay. 
PowerPoint. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you want an Excel spreadsheet? Do you want a PowerPoint? Do you have a specific document you would like me to fill out? Mm-hmm. Is there a form fill? Is yeah. there, I mean, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to give explanations <laughs> when you're giving out pieces of or requests when you're like, please give me this. I mean, if you're the owner of a company and you're asking for, this is just hypothetical situation. If I were to ask you for a strategic plan, Laura, let's pretend we had five people working for us. Sure. Okay. Laura and I, we're the boss. Oh yeah. We're the boss now. How meant to be. five people working for us. Mm -hmm. And we say, I want a strategic plan for 2022. Mm -hmm. That's all the information that we gave. And they went and did this whole thing. Yeah. We know what they're talking about. We're going to write a strategic plan for 2022. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. They didn't come talk to us about anything. We're going to sit down to a meeting and we're going to have five completely different strategic (laughs) plans for 2022. They're all going to take their department and put it in whatever format they think is best and then present it. And maybe for some people that's fine. For me, that would drive me crazy. Yeah. That'd be a lot of info. A lot of excess and redundancy. And how are we going to put this all together? You have it in the PowerPoint. You have it in the... I mean... I just want a document. I mean, just tell me what you want, man. Yeah. (laughs) All right. It's okay if you don't stick with your original career plan. Things change, but do something that A, makes you happy or is something you enjoy, and B, puts you in a stable spot in life, either mentally or both mentally and financially. Yeah. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Unfortunately, financially plays a huge part in it. It does. So it's hard to accept that because... You sometimes want to be like, oh, I want to be a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. They don't make a lot of money, unfortunately. That, which is a crime, because babysitters make more money at the rates that yeah. they do, you know? <laughs> and we have a friend who's a teacher, and mm-hmm. I'm always like, who would happen today? <laughs> <laughs> and it's always something crazy. Something crazy, and they are not being compensated fairly. But if, if financially being in a comfortable position, like you have a family of 10, Probably being a teacher as the sole income is not going to be feasible. And and I hate that, and that's not how it should be, but you have to, you do have to think about career choices like that. So, Or how are you going to live your life to accommodate the fact that you're a teacher? Mm-hmm. So what changes are you going to make? Yep. Don't limit yourself. You don't have to know everything about everything. Did we say? I don't think we have, but that's... I swear to God. We've talked about that. that. Thing. Well, maybe I did, and if I did, I apologize. <laughs> I'll listen back and be like, ugh, I swear to God. Well, we've talked about that yes. 10 times. So um, always do a cover letter, which we talked about today, too. Yeah, so check that off. Who you list. are, where you are, where you're going, right, is how you summed it up earlier. I don't know why I did that, but sure. It works. <laughs> <laughs> always do a cover letter. It's very impressive when you do. Or have a bio. So, like, on Indeed, they mm-hmm. let you do – you can select your Indeed resume. Mm-hmm. Make sure that bio – is like a sh- abbreviated version of a cover letter if that's what you're doing. Yeah, that's smart. Or LinkedIn. Both. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next is don't skip your lunch break. No one will notice the extra time you put in. They're all on their lunch breaks. <laughs> and I love yes. that. They're all <laughs> yep. on their lunch breaks. So why aren't you? And you just leave. Yeah. And that goes back to don't kill yourself over a job. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a lunch break. You deserve and have earned and are given a right to a lunch break. Or also work at a company. So I actually do better where I don't take a lunch break. Mm, it's mm-hmm. just I take you are. little mini breaks. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll eat some food and maybe I'll do some online shopping real quick. And mm-hmm. then I just want to get back to work because mm-hmm. I'd rather get it all done and leave 30 minutes early. If you right. work for a company that allows you to do that, which is right. really important. Some companies do not. You must take a lunch break. Mm-hmm. And then you should take that lunch break and actually take a break. Don't work 
while you're off the clock. Yeah. If that makes sense. For sure. But if you work for a company that allows you that flexibility, also do what you... Do what needs to be done. Right. Yeah. The best career and really life advice that I've received is to never tell yourself no for anything. Let others do that. We often assume we aren't qualified or worthy of something more in life and don't try. It's better to go for it if the worst they can say is no. Yep, the worst they can say is no. I tell myself that all the time. <laughs> and that's why I'm having you. anxiety. <laughs> right. I think I tell you that you all do. the time. Yeah. I to mean, you and our other friend, Ashley. Yeah, for sure. Because it's... I go, I'm sorry, what's the worst that could happen? They say no. no. Well, um, <laughs> actually, okay, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> yes, you are. Yep. <laughs> and then lastly, follow a clear path, but don't settle into the maintenance stage of your career until your upper 40s. Until then, consider yourself a climber. This is straight from a recent business class that I took that talked about career patterns. And I think I get that. So consider yourself a climber. Try to get to the best that you can, like promotions, promotions, promotions. But then in your 40s is when you are looking at retirement more. And that's the maintenance stage. That's where you don't have to, like, become – you don't have to stress about climbing up the ladder because you're already at a pretty – pretty nice place for yourself. I mean, of course you can still, but don't consider yourself in the maintenance stage at 25. Right. Like that's the stage to be like climbing that ladder. And to find growth. Mm -hmm. So making sure that you have room to grow in your life. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I think also a lot of people harp on growth within companies. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I have this job right now and I can grow within the company. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's great. But also, that doesn't have to be your method of growth. Mm -hmm. You can also know that you're in this job for three years Mm -hmm. and say, I'm going to give it three years. I'm going to get this, 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 this. Then Mm -hmm. I can apply for these other jobs that I want that say they want three to five years experience. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. Now you can move on to your next level. So you don't have to always have that growth where you're at right now either. Yeah. It's good to have, but (laughs) (laughs) you don't need it. Right. Well, that's all the best and worst advice that we've gotten for this episode. But we're definitely, we want you guys to send us any. Yeah. Or the funniest advice. I know. We need some worst advice because what the heck? (laughs) I know. And I'm trying to think, but I haven't gotten really bad advice ever as far as career path that I can remember. I'm sure I have, Mm -hmm. but nothing that I can, that's solidly, or you know who probably gave really bad advice? No. I'll bleep that out. We had a professor that probably gave some bad advice. Well, because she's been both an MMA fighter, a ballerina, a figure skater. Um, we just don't even know. We're pretty sure none of that is true, just because she she crazy. Is a sex therapist also yeah. on the side. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes people try to act like they're too important, and I'm just and like, are, are you really that important? She's also one of those people that say, I'm not racist, but... I'm racist. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> is definitely... Yeah, that was that was an unfortunate time. She'd be one of those that's like, you can be anything you believe in. And it's like, yeah, but not if you're crazy. Oh <laughs> not if you're uh, pretending to be everything. Oh, my goodness. I think... I'm trying to think. The only probably... Anything I consider worst advice would be... Okay, I know we talked a little bit about, about financials. Mm-hmm. But if you don't feel like... If you feel like where you're at right now isn't right mm-hmm. and you need to make a change, mm-hmm. just do it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Don't worry about money. Mm-hmm. I was kind of told you might not make the money that you're making here anywhere else. Mm-hmm. At that point, I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. didn't care. I also 
don't make less money now. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that at the time. Right. And I you was, had the means to... Yeah, it just yeah, didn't you could matter. Make it work. I can take a hit to some mm-hmm. money at this time in my life mm-hmm. to get on the right path for me and where I'm going and all that stuff. Yeah. So I think that, but that goes back to don't limit yourself. If you yeah. feel like this is not right for me, mm-hmm. just freaking figure it out. Yep. And we are here to help if you need it. So you that's can, right. <laughs> you can DM us. We love helping people and giving um, solicited advice. <laughs> <laughs> very solicited and unsolicited but you know if you ask us you shall receive <laughs> <laughs> like today i w- we had posted on facebook that we were going to start our master's program and yeah. somebody that was one of the agents at a real estate company i worked for comment uh, commented like oh what's your podcast about and i said uh young professionals and advice for them or something like that and she said what about old professionals <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, we have nuggets of wisdom, but we haven't experienced what that's like. You should have said, so. oh, I didn't realize you listened to podcasts. <laughs> just kidding. I know. I know everybody listens to them. Pretty much. But I just thought that was so funny. Just, huh. What about old professionals? I mean, that's okay. You should follow our Instagram. That's what I would say to the old professionals. You should that's follow right. our Instagram for like the little nuggets and then mm-hmm. the long ones. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you guys might like our... Yeah, we got going on. Because we're fresh and hip. We're we're fresh and hip, but Laura loves all the old lady clothes at Dillard's. Okay, look. I didn't come here, Amber, to your house to be attacked about my preference in clothing, okay? Oh my gosh, that's okay. You're still trendy. For now. (laughs) Or I will be when I'm 82. I'll be trendy then, too. Oh, yes, I know. Every time we walk by, she's like, one day. One day. I'll wear those clothes. I love Those won't even be the style for 80-year-olds. I know. By the time we're 80, it's all going to change. It's so true. Oh, my gosh. We'll probably be in, like, some nylon clothes or something ridiculous like that in the future. We're Martians. Martians. I found that when I made the post for um, us doing our MBA, I found when I made those helmets for that, uh, oh, my gosh, we had a holiday banquet, and it was themed space camp? Yeah. Was it space camp? Like NASA. Yeah, NASA Mm -hmm. in space or whatever, and I made... Out of literal boxes and then wrapped in aluminum foil. What did I do? I don't even... I did that in a, maybe an hour. Yeah. And made these... It was impressive. Alien helmets things. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the heck we were doing, but that's what we're going to be wearing. Yep. Exactly. Well, Amber, where can the people find us? Well... First, I want to say thank you for making it through eight episodes with us, <laughs> if you've made it this far. <laughs> if you've far. made it this far, thank you. This is our finale. We're going to take, I don't remember how many weeks off, I think it was four, and then we'll be back. Yeah. But you can follow us on Instagram at yes. Mildly Professional Podcast, and you can email us, mildlyprofessional249 at gmail.com. If you know, you know. Yes. <laughs> and if, you, if you've been there, you've been there. You've been there. And you can contact us there. So we look forward to hearing from you. And we look forward to our next eventual episode. Yes. And thank you guys so much for listening and for being here. If you are here. If not, thank you to um, the podcast apps that (laughs) play our stuff just for us to listen to later. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Thanks, Mom and Dad and siblings. Um, But, yeah, thank you guys. This was a great first season. We're really excited and hope to keep going. And... We'll see you next season. Good night. Addendum to the end of our podcast. (laughs) Yes, we are going to say we're excited also for the next season because we filmed this in advance. Mm -hmm. But the next time that you hear from us, Laura is going to be 
battery operated. Woo! I'm getting a spinal cord stimulator, the official implant, not the temporary that I had when I had my car accident, but the official one where it's going to be a little battery the size of like an Apple Watch, and then a bunch of wires in my back and my spinal column, and I'm going to be a bionic woman. I have titanium in my back and I'll be battery operated. So I'm really excited because I think this is going to be really good for us and for me and for everybody that's involved in my life because it's just really exciting stuff. Maybe we can go for a hike. Maybe we can go for a hike. I know. I'm so excited for all the possibilities, but I'm also managing expectations. I mean, hey, maybe we just get to go out for a night. And hey, that'll be worth it. (laughs) That would be great. (laughs) That would be great. For sure. So we just wanted to hop in and say that and... um, We're grateful for all the things that are happening in our lives and that we are starting our MBA program together. Laura's going Mm full-time. I'm going Mm part-time. And we got lots of great things happening. So we'll catch you next season. We will have so many more updates next season. Yes. You guys, the big things are happening. And we hope you all have happy holidays because this will come out after the holiday season. And um, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. We'll see you next time. Bye.